Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Hi and welcome to part three in this series on how to deal with the frustrations that come with having a child with ADHD. I know how you feel. I get it. I'm in it. How do you feel for much of the time when you're parenting your child with ADHD? I'll guess that you feel much like I used to feel. I used to feel so impatient, so frustrated, frustrated and get so judgmental. There are the three imposters that raise their ugly heads all the time when dealing with, pretty much when dealing with kids, period, but add ADHD into the mix and those feelings can escalate through the roof and cause havoc to us, our children, and more importantly, the relationship that we have with them. When our child our ADHD child can sense our impatience, frustration and judgment. It doesn't make them feel good about themselves. It chips away at their self-esteem and it chips away at their sense of self-worth. So it's really important that we harness these feelings that we feel. And it's okay to be frustrated and impatient and judgmental. Don't get me wrong. All feelings are okay. It's how we channel them so that we don't project them onto our child who is already probably not feeling too good about themselves because we know kids with ADHD have fragile self-esteem and fragile sense of worth. So we really don't want to project any more than they already have onto them. So how do we deal with our feelings? And in part one, I talked about how our unmet needs can fuel our feelings of frustration and impatience even more. In part two, I talked about how our expectations of our child and more to the point, our unmet expectations, because often our expectations are exceedingly high, not overly realistic, and they're often over unmet. And when they're unmet, it fuels our frustration and our impatience. So those two things are really important to put on your radar and tap into and find ways, I suggested ways, that you can help yourself deal with those and therefore feel less impatient and less frustrated and then be able to deal with accepting your feelings but not projecting them onto the other. So in part three, the third piece of this puzzle in how to help you feel less frustrated and less impatient is through the setting of 
boundaries. Boundaries are so incredibly important. They're important for all kids. They're especially important for kids with ADHD. And if you're interested in finding out more on boundaries, tune in to episodes 116 and 117 on the podcast where I spent probably 10 minutes in each of those discussing boundaries and their their importance. And I've also done many blog posts on boundaries and how you can become better at setting boundaries. And in the online course that I am launching at the end of January, it's not specifically for ADHD, but it's to help mums keep their cool and juggle it all in the chaos that is life. And boundaries are absolutely key. And in that course, there are three units on how to set boundaries, how to hold the limits and become kick-ass at doing it. And you'll see your, your, your frustration and your impatience levels come down the better you are at setting boundaries and holding limits. So if you're interested in that, do watch this space and look out for the course. It'll be really reasonably priced. It's absolutely fantastic and it's just what every mum needs. I was there. I was so frustrated, impatient, living in the chaos, not doing terribly well, not juggling at all, trying to work. Much like you're probably going, yep, that's me. Add the laundry, add the dog, add the everything. It's hard, but I have found a way and I want to share it with you. And that's why I do these podcasts, because I want to share any nugget or a tip or tool that I have found works for me. I want to share it with you so that you can experience less impatience, less frustration and less judgment. So back to the boundaries. Why is it so important for us to to have a boundary and to hold the limit? I'll tell you now, if you have set a boundary and you said, nope, 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 your time's up on your screen. You can't have more than half an hour on the screen at once. You know it affects your concentration and your ability to focus. I have no problem with you having half an hour on your screen. Your screen time's up. And they go, but mom, I'm in the middle of this thing on Fortnite. It's not fair. No one else has to. And you go, nope, nope, that's it. You are, the screen time's over. Give me the iPad. And they go, mom, please, please. I promise I'll do all my homework when I'm finished. Just let me have another 20 minutes. You go, nope, you went over yesterday and we're not going over today and it's not happening. And they plead and they plead. And 15 minutes of them whinging and whining and pleading and pleading, you say, yeah, okay. But make sure that when you, you've said you're going to do all your homework, you need to do all your homework. And then you start with conditions. You need to do all your homework well. You need to do it before dinner. You need to do it and not not um, get lost in thought or go and uh, play with the cat instead of doing okay. You get another 20 minutes. I say this because that's often what happens. And what is happening here is you have thought you'd set the boundary, but you didn't hold the limit. Your child ended up with what they wanted and how do you feel at the end of it? I'll pause here, really think, how do you feel when you have been the no, 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 okay, yes, just this one time when you've been that mum? You feel frustrated with yourself, impatient with yourself, judgmental of yourself, then you feel guilty for the fact you've given in again, 
then you think, oh, my child thinks I'm a pushover. And then you probably, well, I am a pushover because I never hold my boundaries. So in doing all of that, you don't respect yourself very much. You've not listened to yourself. You've not met your needs because you know you, in you letting go of the, the boundary and not holding the limit, you've given in. You've not met your needs because you need your child to do his homework so that you can go and do something else so that you can get the peace and calm that you want. So the whole thing's a gong show and you can see how it just spirals out of control so quickly just because we said yes to something we really should have said no to. And this is what boundary setting is all about. And I say this all with much ease and and a bit of kind of jokingness and I, I get it. But I think we have to be able to see the the ridiculousness of it and the funniness of it, that we are so, and I put myself in this when I say we, it's hard to hold boundaries. To, it's, sorry, it's easy to set the boundaries, but it's hard to hold the limits when the kids are whining and nagging and we've not met our needs and we've had this expectation that when the timer goes, they're going to just put their iPad down and go, okay, mom, that's me done on my iPad now. I really enjoyed playing Fortnite for a half an hour. I can play a half hour tomorrow in tomorrow's allocated time. Wouldn't that be nice? It's not going to happen. The kids are going to push back against boundaries. It's what they do. But the pushback makes us feel frustrated and impatient. We can't cope with it. It's uncomfortable. So we give in. Or we become this total brick wall. And then at times where we could be a little bit flexible, we're like, nope, I'm being rigid and you are not. And that that might not work either. So when we take care of our needs, when we have reasonable expectations, aka, aka no expectations, we talked about that, and we're good with setting boundaries and holding the limits, we will be far better equipped to not unleash our frustrations and impatience onto our child. And boundaries are huge and an integral piece of this. It is in setting the boundaries that we meet and honour our self-respect, our needs, our values, and we honour the needs of our children. When I set a boundary, I'm doing it out of respect for myself because I know it needs, I know I need it for me. I know my child needs it. So in asking, in, in setting the boundaries and in holding the limits, I'm respecting myself. So if my child's chosen response to my request is to violate that boundary, they're not disrespecting me. They're only disrespecting themselves for not being respectful of the boundary. So I still have my own self-respect. So can you see that if I'm still feeling respectful for myself, I'm going to be less likely to be frustrated with them when they, when they try and violate the boundary. And if I'm feeling good about myself, I'm more likely to hold the limits because I know that it's meeting my child's needs. So it's a vicious circle. So I still have my own self-respect from setting the boundary And that way I meet my needs and don't need my child to respect me in order for me to feel respected. Be nice, but it's not a deal breaker. And you can see that if if my levels of respect for me are only through a child complying to what I say, 
then the child might not comply. They might push back. Therefore, I'm going to feel disrespected. Therefore, I will not be in a good space. I'm more likely to be impatient, frustrated, and judgmental. So what I ask you to do is make a list of two or three things that I call stone boundaries, the things that are deep in alignment with your values and absolutely not negotiable. Now, what what you choose might be different from someone else, but even choose one thing just this week. It might be screen time. So have a chat with your child, collaborate with them and say to them, listen, these boundaries are not working on screen time. You seem to be frustrated with the fact you don't have enough time. I'm frustrated because I think you've got enough time. Let's sit down and collaborate. Always the best way is to get your child become a part of the creation of the boundary. So ask them, you know, you seem really frustrated with with half an hour. Do you need 45 minutes? And they go, no, mom, I need two hours. You go, well, two hours is maybe a bit much, but we were at half an hour. How about, how about an hour? And every day or three days a week? or after homework or before homework but there might be boundaries with it again saying but not within an hour of going to bed or not before school so your kids need to know where your boundaries are and the more sure you are with them like for example no screens before they go to school no screens within an hour of going to bed well there are some pretty stone boundaries so when they ask you you just have to know they're going to ask and ask and ask. And they might even go, Mom, I've done my lunch. I've done my, my, my PE stuff's all out. My bag's ready. I've got 20 minutes spare. And I got ready early so I could play Fortnite before I go to school. No, sorry, I know it's awesome you've got ready on time. But we're, we don't play it before school. I'm sorry. And just keep saying, no, 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 nicely. Just hold on to that limit. Then you won't be frustrated and, and impatient. And there... Their whining is their whining. Same with, with screens before bed. And then for the screen time that you have decided upon, the same thing applies. And there's times where you can, you might say, you've, you know, let's say it's an hour screen time and at an hour the timer goes off or you say, that's it, you've had your hour and they go, oh, mom, mom, I'm right in the middle of something. How about occasionally you say, okay, so how much longer do you need? It looks like you haven't got so much homework and you you did a great job last night. So you, how much time do you, do you think you need? And they go half an hour, say, mm, don't know about that. Or you say, sure, you can have half an hour tonight, but the half hour comes out of your time tomorrow. And then tomorrow you have to hold the limit when they push you that again. Or you they say mom it's just a couple of minutes you say okay no problem i know how frustrating it is to be 2 minutes shy of finishing something and you're hauled away from it no problem but here this is what i recommend you do sit down beside them and stay there for the 2 or 3 minutes and then you say that's it that's a 2 or 3 minutes in fact it's 5 you need to switch it off now i was reasonable i let you extend your time and they'll probably be reasonable but all these things tie back into you being able to control your impatience and your frustration. And it is through meeting your needs, through not having high and lofty expectations, and through being able to set your boundaries and hold the limits 
This has gone on a bit longer, but it's really important. And I hope that this three-part series has helped you see where a lot of your frustration and impatience is coming from. It's not all coming from your child. There's a huge piece of it that you can take more charge of. And I did. And it totally turned my life around. I find myself way less frustrated, way less impatient, and way less judgmental. And I was then able to step more into compassion. In episode 73, I discussed this, how you can choose compassion over being frustrated. And in a moment, you can take some time to sit with your frustrations and rant and vent and just like, because it is frustrating. But don't project that back onto your child. Deal with it as you need to deal with it and help your child and meet, help your child meet his needs or her needs. Hope you find it helpful. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.